Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, 911 for Dummies, and Dogs in Seattle. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and filling in for the vacationing Tyler Yoakam is Drew Hansen. It's New Hope Underground on Mondays. Hey, welcome. It's our first ever Monday release. This is how to start your week. This is it. That's why we put it on Monday. We want you to start your week with us. With us. What better way is there to start your week? I can't think of one. I'm trying to think. I'm going through the Rolodex right now in my brain, and nothing's coming up. No, exactly. We are really thrilled that you're listening to us. We are so fortunate and happy that we have listeners, and it's really, it's just awesome to know we have a New Hope Underground Nation out there, so it's pretty cool. That's for sure. Another incredible lineup today. So we'll, we've will we got uh, another Culture Comment, another Dr. Reed. Similar to show the to our last one. Yeah, last week's show. But totally new topics mm-hmm. and totally new totally new talks. So fresh content, fresh not fresh faces. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> we have faces for radio. That's why we're on a podcast. Exactly. But we do have fresh content. That's for sure. We're Get your content. We're fresh. All, we're all related to you, so <laughs> we don't have the. Never mind. Anyways. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Okay. Anyway, um, so what, how's your week been? Oh, my week's been fine. Totally fine. You did have a little vacation, so mm-hmm. you got away. Yeah. What would you do? What was like the most we fun thing you did? We went to Gulf Shores, which I felt kind of weird about it since the whole COVID thing's happening, but Alabama just seemed to kind of open up really early, and so it was like, well, when in Rome. There you go. <laughs> Except Rome is Alabama, so not quite as romantic, but it was still nice. It was so good. You're on, you're on the beach? Yeah. We got to spend a lot of time with family, my nieces, and- and got to play uncle. Me and my wife got to play aunt and uncle all week, so it was fun. Well, that is fun. Yeah. And did you get in the ocean? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. I I I'm not. I I don't understand people who just lay out at the ocean. You know what I mean? Just stay on the beach. Like you can lay outside, uh, yeah. like on your porch. Right. If you're at, if just you're at throw the ocean, some. Just go buy some sand at Rule King. Yeah. Throw it down outside, right outside your front door, and lay on it. Yeah, and people like put down towels and then lay on that. So it's like. <laughs> you, it's similar feeling to grass at that point so get in the water get in the water man it's yeah. the ocean right yeah. there i can see it from where here. the sharks are yeah oh no, see, at least at least there's some uh some excitement there yeah i it's weird because i i'm gonna go in the water every time and i'm gonna go mess around in the waves like a little child i just love it but it does always go through my head like any little thing that touches me, I freak out. It's just like I some gotcha. algae or whatever. I don't know if they have algae, but you know what I mean? <laughs> anything any, anything swims by, yeah. you're just freaking out. Yeah, it's like a little fish, and I pretend like I'm not scared because I'm a yeah. grown man. But... Watch out for those jellyfish, man. They'll sting you. See, that's what I'm worried about. I don't think they're in the sharks. Gulf of Mexico, though. Are they in the Gulf of Mexico? I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe they are. Dr. Reed well, shaking his head yes, so if he says yes. Dr. Reed's in the house, not with the mic. Jellyfishology. He knows it. He knows. Jellyfishology. So anyway, that's what he majored in in college. So I was reading another story. I know it's hard to believe. Hit me with it. Uh, police in New Zealand uh, this last week were called to the scene of an opposive crime. Uh, someone called in a body that was laying out in the middle of the road. A body, like a dead body. Yes, but they found it to be a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, which, okay, if you're in the police force and you get that, you're probably relieved, but at the same time, you can't help. He's got to start laughing, I would think. You say New Zealand? Yeah. 
I don't for some reason that seems like a very New Zealand thing. It's like, oh, we finally get some action. Well, and it's like, nah. Now, before you make that comment, um, I also it it was linked to a previous article that was about a year ago in London. Uh, there was another call of of a body that was laying just inside the museum doors at one of the, uh, uh, f- I think it's Dalston in London, one right. of the famous art galleries right. there. And the, the police came and they saw the body and they could not get in because the doors were locked. Mm-hmm. And so they broke the glass to get in to save the person. It was a dummy. It was an art exhibit. What? <laughs> It was an art exhibit. They were working. They were they were currently working on the art exhibit, and they had this body, dummy body, laying laying out on the ground. And someone went by, was dry or walking by, and saw the body inside the right. doors, and they thought somebody was oh man was down. So, uh, I guess somebody interviewed somebody with the art gallery, and they said, "Well, we came back and saw the glass shattered, and thought somebody broke in, and we found a note from the police telling them what happened." <laughs> They left him a note. They just left him a note? Like, in the middle of the night, you know. So they left him a note. So they just left the doors wide open? I don't know what happened, but uh, no one's taken I guess they didn't. Or, uh, or, hear me out on this one. There's a global, there's a traveling, um, like, serial mannequin killer, you know? He's <laughs> <laughs> making yeah. his way across all the continents. I'm hearing you out. Uh-huh. Um, I would think it's just a theory. I'm just thinking that maybe if a mannequin is not alive to begin with, how do you kill one? Well, it's not. I haven't thought through every every detail just yet. <laughs> but. It's just a theory off the top of your head. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm that maybe these aren't by these aren't accidents. It's people maybe are maybe people a, are planting f- bodies, but they're not bodies. They're mannequins. They're no planting them on purpose just to see. People come to the scene of a supposed crime. Right. It's it's maybe some of the rewards of being a if there's a reward for being a serial killer, without the risk. Is is that a crime? I mean, do you think that if someone was found planting mannequin bodies around just to kind of stir up trouble, you think they would be arrested for that? Well, remember the clown thing a few years ago. No. Well, people were dressing up as clowns and like scaring people. Okay. Like, they would just walk around with, like, a knife or something. Or, like, not even a knife. <laughs> like just walking around looking scary. And people were, like, getting arrested for that, too. Really? They were arresting You don't clowns. remember that? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I can't remember. Some, some like, actual real catastrophe happened. So, just, people what do you get arrested it, for? Just scaring people? You got arrested for I mean, they walking in private, private property private, or something? Or were they just... Walking? I think you could arrest them on something like trespassing, disturbing but, but the peace. this guy, I mean, they found a mannequin in the middle of the road. I mean, it wasn't like no that no yeah, it wasn't like that's trespass. But if you if this starts to become a more consistent pattern, something to look into. Now I don't know if any, if anybody remembers uh, people who are listening to my voice. If you remember, if you've heard a lot of our podcast, you probably remember one episode where we talked about a man who was busted for using the uh, the carpool lane, the HOV lane, by using a mannequin. Oh yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Mm-hmm, so maybe mm-hmm. this is the mannequin. He he threw maybe he had to throw it out in the road real fast because he he saw he was gonna get pulled over. There's a guy out there who's getting he's weird with mannequins. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's the same guy. He's traveling the world. He, he's a he's, he's loaded with he's he's loaded down with mannequins. Yeah, he's just he's, using them for all sorts of different. He, and now he's in the news. Occasions. We're talking about it. 
Yes, we are. So it's working. And it's all the way across the world in New Zealand. Man. And yet we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's becoming a real pandemic. It really is. Probably shouldn't use that word. Probably shouldn't. Yeah. But uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Becoming a big issue. Yeah, that's the other thing I find find uh, interesting is is just this who who stumbles on this mannequin and makes the call, you know, like. And wouldn't you like go see if they're hurt, and then find out for yourself if it's like, a mannequin? Like he's stiff as a board. I don't know. I'm checking his pulse, but there's nothing. Please, please. Now, make wouldn't it you here. figure it out though? I mean, if you were really trying to help, apparently he's, the person's not trying to help. They just drive by. They see a body very in the pale. road, like they call the police. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You would think some people are not very smart. Yeah, I know. Well, that's a interesting uh, story. That's for sure. We always have interesting stories. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to give you a boring story. No, never. You know, we're we're here for the news, real news. So, have you had anything like that ever happen? I mean, uh, like uh, finding a dead body that turned out to be a, a mannequin. A mannequin. <laughs> or have you ever had any sort of odd thing you thought was a crime that wasn't? Or no, I did. I did find a gun in the drain at Joe Sippers once. Really? Yeah. At the coffee shop. Yeah, at the coffee shop. We're out there. And, you know, just chilling and passing out samples of stuff. And I just take a look down on the drain for some reason. I'm like, holy smokes, that's a loaded gun. It's a loaded gun? It was what kind of gun, gun was it? I'm not a gun guy. It may be like a, it's like a small handheld gun. I don't know. Like a 38 or something? Uh, I think it's bigger than that. I think it's 42. 42? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um I think it's thirty eight. That sounds that sounds right. I, I called so the you, cops immediately. Did they find out whose it was or I don't know. They didn't feel, I try to they didn't, they're not gonna let you in they're, on they're that. They're not gonna like keep me in the loop. I just kinda pointed. But yeah, they said it was a loaded gun. And but that gets me thinking, right? Like, okay, what happened here last night or yeah. whenever this was planted? I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah, I'm there every day and all of a sudden someone like just ditched a gun in the drain. Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had feelings about and hearing noises, thinking people are breaking in the house, find out it's like a raccoon or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time we had a raccoon. We were living in Indianapolis. We had a raccoon get into one of our trash cans. Yeah, I found it. You found it. Yeah, I, I was know, a yeah. kid. I'm still terrified. You're of terrified raccoons to this day. I had to get somebody to, unfortunately, put him out of his misery, which was what I was told to do by the state, which I found interesting. Well, it's because it was sick, right? It was sick, yeah. yeah. And they had to put him out of his misery. So I didn't want to do it, because I and I didn't own a gun. So someone, a friend of mine, came over to do it. And if I remember right, I think you guys washed out the window. <laughs> well, at that point, well, at that point, all you I, saw was him shooting into a trash can. Well, at that point, I'm trying to keep you away from it. I was the one who found it. Yeah, and it terrified me. I screamed and I ran. Yes, and I thought because I just heard how old the, were you then? Like I don't know, like six. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah, and I, all I was told is like. Um, raccoons, trash pandas, as you guys talked about, trash pandas have rabies, and they're like these vicious <laughs> creatures. That's what I was thinking yeah. when I found this thing. So There's now, no cure for rabies, so you need to stay away. And I'm going to watch and make sure you you, you you put him out of its misery. I want to make sure he wasn't there anymore, you know? So I was going to watch. Yeah, so, I, yeah. That sounds I, terrible. I'm not like that anymore. The thing was, was the raccoon was pretty tough because he had a 22 rifle, and it took six shots. Ooh, overkill, maybe. And he was point blank. I could not figure that out to save my life. But I just remember the trash bag and the trash can still going shaking Good back and night. forth. 
pretty tough raccoon. Call the professionals, people, if you're listening. If you yeah, if I'm you glad it shoot. wasn't me. Yeah, call the professionals. I just remember, yeah, I just it wasn't a good day at the Hanson house. I've never looked at raccoons the same. I try to keep you guys away from the violence that happened on the back patio that day, but oh well. It's it a crazy was, summer. Sometimes you just, you just got to be faced with life, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I try to, you know, I. I love animals, love creatures, you know, because God created them. And, but your your mom is terrified of me hitting them when the car, you know, like squirrel jumps out, she Swerve. screams. Yeah, and just swerve. Yeah, because she love and I love them too, but I'm not so sure I should go in over a cliff or a ditch to avoid a squirrel. Well, I'll I, tell you what. I've tried my best to avoid. That's for sure. I'll tell you what, I've I've got a good culture comment for you today. Oh, do you really? Mm-hmm. Speaking on this t- topic of animals and and uh, our affection for animals and the lengths we go to. For Fantastic. Animals. Yeah. You know, we we talk about animals a lot on this show. It's Everything real life, from man. goats to raccoons to you name it. A lot of goats. Goats lot, are reoccurring. <laughs> we talk a lot we talk a lot about goats. I'm not even sure exactly why or how how this podcast even became the known about the you know, as the podcast of goats. Yeah, we should just change it from... I'm sure everybody calls it that. This should, is the podcast of goats. We should call our listeners the Goat Nation instead of Underground Nation. Gosh, is that an insult? Goat is... Nation? No, greatest of all time. Oh, that's right. I thought about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. Way to go, goats. <laughs> I love it. And now, Culture Comment with Drew Hansen. Hello, and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture and I, your host, Drew, comment on it. All right. Yeah, welcome back. Culture Another comment. Culture Comment. We're back in the corner Alive of well. culture, where we comment about Deacon's culture. Deacon's here. Better believe it. And Dr. Reed's even here. Oh, yeah. We See, got the whole, the whole, whole gambit here today. I think this is good because... So a lot of these conversations that we had end up being pretty interesting and I like to get different people's opinion and I really want a qualified doctor's opinion. Well, yeah, the, the truth, the truth is we only have three microphones. And so last time we actually recorded, uh, Reed was, I could see he was Dr. Wanted, wanted, Reed. Dr. Reed's going to make Reed. comments as Thank we you. went through the culture comment and he's, he couldn't. So we, now he's sharing a mic with Deacon here. Thank goodness that we're good friends because I mean, this is close and personal. It's like Siamese twins. We're breathing in each other's mouths over here. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's not a good thing to be doing during COVID. It's minty. It's okay. He's a doctor. He's, brushed, He's yeah. a doctor. It's He's fine. a doctor, so it's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think uh, today's culture comment is pretty. Is going to be a good one. I think, um, uh, well, we started off the show talking about animals and stuff, so we're going to just kind of keep running with that. Um, so I read an article um, well, an article was pointed out to me recently, so I, I found it very interesting. Uh, Seattle, Washington, you know, home of the Seahawks, Braves. What is it? Seahawks? Seahawks, yeah, football team. Braves is Atlanta. I don't yeah. know. I'm just That's trying baseball. to act like I know. Seattle what. Mariners is baseball. Yep, Seattle Mar- Mariners. They only have baseball America and football. America is the home of the Braves, so you're really not wrong. Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Got oh. it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyways, in Seattle. It was reported that there are 150-something thousand dogs compared to the city's population of children or kids 
which is just over a hundred thousand. Really? There are over there are more dogs than kids in Seattle. A lot more dogs. Surprise, surprise! People like dogs more than children. Yeah. If you see, this is a. I wish. Wow! Tyler, what a comment. That's I wish a culture Tyler comment for you right there. I wish Tyler Yoakum was here because he loves his dog more than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he loves Daisy. He talks about her a lot. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. What, who, okay, my, the first thing that crosses my mind is who counts dogs in Seattle? Uh, doctor. Uh, your your vet is supposed to handle that when you have your dog microchipped. And, uh, so you think uh, 150,000 like dogs are actually microchipped and vaccinated in Seattle? That's a, I'm sure there's far more than that. <laughs> there's probably like 300,000 dogs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Are we now, microchipping The kids humans? would be easier to count, I would think, with census data information and stuff like that. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, probably. Kids are probably easier to count than dogs. They're in school and stuff. Dogs have like seven kids at a time or whatever. That's pretty crazy. Now, do you think <laughs> that's true? Now, do you think there's any sort of connection, you guys, to the fact that Seattle's like the millennial capital of America? Is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know about that. Is I mean, it, it's not. It's yeah. It, I guess so. I'm too. As a millennial, I'm far too poor to ever go there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a successful <laughs> millennial part. city. Yeah. It's like a it's like a Silicon Valley. I mean, it's like home of Starbucks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's pretty millennial. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A lot of young people. You know, it's kind of a lot of young young people. Uh, live the young there. successful people. Well, it's kind of the home of uh, what's the music genre? Grunge. Oh, uh, Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. Cobain. Gr- garage band. Yeah, Deacon said grunge. Yeah, grunge and it. garage band stuff. Yeah, and so there's a but, lot of... But there's been a lot of newer musical acts since then. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But I mean, I mean ever, since, hot ever since then, it's like, you know, the home of young people, young artists and stuff rebelling against the, the norm. You know, the Northwest is kind of known that way, isn't it? Like Portland, yeah. Seattle. Portland, Seattle, Vancouver. That's yeah, Canada. Vancouver. Mm-hmm. They film a lot of movies there. Yeah. TV shows, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I even read that... Um, Dr. Reed, that store that you go to, REI. Big REI fan. Yeah, I think I don't. I think they're based in Seattle. That makes sense. That sounds right. Uh, I think they are. Anyways, I've read that they have um, the company, pay, like at their headquarters or whatever. Yeah, they pay for an on-site dog sitting service for their employees. That's amazing. And I've, I've heard of a few companies offering that opportunity in Chicago or close to Seattle. I heard Amazon has that. Yeah, Aren't yeah. they based in Seattle? Uh, I thought it was New York. I don't know. I think I their think home base is Seattle. Everywhere. Amazon is just their I'm home base. I'm going to look it up. You guys yeah. keep talking. I'm going to look it up because I heard they were huge with a dog sitting. Oh, probably. And I, hope I so. had heard that they were in Seattle. But go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah. No, I just find it interesting. Um Deacon, you're close to your dogs. I know you have. We're both close to our dogs. So, would you take your dog to school if you had a dog sitting? Like, as a teacher, would you take your dog there? We actually had a lady that, uh, I guess, she was a grade school teacher, and she was able to bring her dog in as like a, a service so, dog. So, so, well, no, because technically it wasn't a trained service dog. So it was a. It's called a support animal. 
Um, like an emotional support animal. Yeah, so I think I think that'd be fun. But the thing that, that it, sounds like a loophole. To the thing me. that you have to be careful though is like a lot of kid, a lot of kids are really allergic to dogs or cats and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Yeah, cats. I, I mean, I have a cat, but I'm still allergic to him. Uh, so if he gets anywhere close to me, I have to be careful. But I was reading an article about a lady who brought on the plane her support pet, which was a squirrel. That's rad. Sounds huh. really dangerous. <laughs> How do you contain a squirrel? Hey, you know that scene in, in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you know Christmas that scene vacation? in Christmas Vacation. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I think. And of. then you then you put it into a plane. I mean, yeah. it's got yeah. a closed quarter. The tree caught on fire. <laughs> People are already super anxious up there. I don't need a squirrel up there. Amazon is in Seattle, by the way, headquartered in is Seattle. It? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. it makes uh, yeah. And they have a big dog right. dog sitting thing too. Like, well, that's I think, well, I think Seattle's just known for that. You know, being very very dog friendly. So is there a connection though between what I was saying that the fact that it's Millennialville and it's 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 oh, more dogs yes. than kids? Yeah, there's a connection. Yeah, uh, millennials just aren't having as many kids as your generation for sure. It just seems to me. I'm I'm just gonna throw this out here. We can talk about it, right? But dog business is huge nowadays. Like, what do you like dog? Oh yeah, like dog. Well, Brady and Mika- Brady, my son, he's getting married Saturday. Michaela, bride to be, she had a bridal shower. And they got quite a few gifts, but her dog got quite a few gifts at the bridal right. shower. Wait, I didn't know Bert was getting married. Yeah, Bert the dog. <laughs> yeah, he got he got quite a few gifts, and the the dog business is huge. Like not just specialized foods. You've got toys. You've got these places that you can even. Aren't there places that deliver to your house now? Oh yeah, there's a you can get a subscription box for your dog. <laughs> like for, absolutely, for absolutely. yeah stuff? like uh, i use one for my cats actually i get litter i get uh, a catnip little bits of food um actually actually we get a free food subscription okay as as, <laughs> as a sponsor as a gen xer darren or as i say dad yes um would you ever consider making that kind of in- cultural investment no financial investment into your animal no why not He's a dog. But more than that, right? No. Not really. I mean, I mean, if you're asking your mom, she loves her dog. But, I mean, listen, I, it's not that I, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. I love dogs. But I just don't know if I would go as over, overkill as I see, like, our culture going. I don't think that they appreciate it that much. Every time I give my dog something nice and start to feel good about it, I remember all the times he's eaten garbage. <laughs> you know? So he doesn't really seem to care. No I mean, way. He drinks out of the toilet. No way, so. no way, no way. Dogs are unique, man. Ah. Like, they're unique. Like, all these restaurants offer, like, you can take your dog in with them. It's, like, normal. It's, like, you, you can take your dog anywhere. Really? You're Where? Near- like around here, maybe not necessarily yeah. Effingham, but definitely in cities. There's a lot of in Seattle, especially. Uh, you can just take your dog kind of anywhere. And now, uh, see, I remember that being prevalent well, in Europe when I lived in Europe. But I'm what I was saying is like you can't, like it's unique. You don't see anyone taking any other animals. Like you, you're not uh. sure. Like there's the in this article, it even said like there's this guy that brought in his cat to the restaurant. And the owner just looked at him and said, no, get out. <laughs> so, like, it's true. Like, so why can a dog go in but not a cat? Is that discrimination? It's a lot harder to hold on to a cat. A lot harder <laughs> to hold on to a cat. If anything goes wrong, you you know. 
Dogs are really well behaved, maybe. I yeah, don't know. Well, I can hold on to a dog because he's not going to turn around and scratch me. A cat, no chance. <laughs> no chance. If he wants out, he's getting out. I just think there's something unique about dogs that millennials, you know, it, it's like getting to care for someone. For oh, you've something. got two dogs. Yeah. Oh, no, you dude. don't have any kids yet, but you have two dogs. Dude, I've had I've had them for seven years. They're kind of your kids. Oh, t- totally. Deacon, are. you have dogs? I have two dogs. I think they become your kids whenever. I mean, we're young too, and we don't have kids yet. So but none of us. And, and Reed doesn't have kids, but he's got a, a dog, a big old dog, and lots of cats. More, more of a homie, less of a child. Yeah, more of a homie. He's, he's <laughs> pretty old. He's <laughs> more of a homie. Yeah. Yeah, I, it is interesting though to see all the businesses pop up. Um, there was one I saw. It was uh, Doggles. Doggles. What's that? Um, it's goggles made for your dog. <laughs> Are these waterproof goggles, like for swimming? No, like they can be, but they're also made for, uh, like, what is it, UV light protection? Oh, and um, not only seriously to protect their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about like a and motorcycle sidecar. Like, oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some kind of. Aviation oh, they have doggy goggles. scarves. I'm sure they do. Scarves and. Oh my goodness! I forgot helmets. to tell you. I forgot to tell you. Guys, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, Brooke, my wife, um, she takes pictures of our dog all the time, puts them on Instagram. That's half of her account is pictures of Maggie, (laughs) our Australian Shepherd. And she was able to submit a photo or whatever to this of Maggie to this up and coming uh, dog scarf company. And now she is official brand ambassador. She's a dog model officially. No way. Congratulations. So proud proud of my child. Congrats, Maggie. Shout out to Maggie. So now we get free. How old is Maggie? Like seven. Okay. I think. What type of dog is she, Drew? Mini Australian Shepherd. So perfect. And now she's a dog model. Now she's a dog model. Yeah. I think breed is her breed. Like it. Like she's, yeah, she's a beautiful breed. But even for that breed, she's beautiful. So you man. guys would love Seattle. I think we, let's go. They <laughs> <laughs> got coffee, got your dogs. It's true. I, don't, I don't see it, any downside other than that. It kind of seems like half Alaska. You know what I mean? <laughs> like no. just like a warmer Alaska. Just a warmer like Alaska. Further down there. You know I what I mean? You. I got like you. Geographically speaking. I mean, so, so far Alaska away. is in northern Seattle. I Just without all the culture. Uh, no. Nah. Oh, okay. It only no. goes the I other think way. It's like, it's like California ran into the bottom half of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I've... I've I've read some other things that are out there for dogs, like my businesses. Oh yeah, like dog ranches, where you can send your dog to like a spa treatment. You know, is or, this like a behavior ranch, like on Doctor Phil? No, like, no, I, I'm sure that I'm sure they have those too. Yeah, but the one I was reading about was pure luxury. I mean, oh, wow, the dog to Spoiler go to his own vaca- has his own vacation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wish someone would send me way on a vacation for spoiling. I know. Sounds awesome. Now, if, can I turn this serious for a second? No. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Just keep ahead. it. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think it's okay. I think it's odd. So, uh, some of the mission trips I've been in, and some of the things I've seen, and conditions that people live in, <laughs> is a, is a, is amazing. And then you see a dog ranch. It just makes me go. Huh? Is that well, where you're we've, not is that go, where we've come? You're not going to see it in Mexico or anything, but this is America. Yeah. 
Yeah, stuff it's like just, that. it's really, we're odd, aren't we? Land of is plenty. it just me or are, are we odd? I, I, or do I you guys think this I is okay? Think so. I, I don't think so. I think that obviously, you know, I, I get what you're getting at with the fact that, you know, there are dogs that live better than a lot of people yeah, in this world. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say that, it, I mean, you look at a lot of different cultures. Especially in Seattle. Like South America or Japan. There are like places where they basically like dogs live on an island together. And in Japan, uh, <laughs> there are fishermen that basically like go by these islands and they'll throw out like the, uh, I guess you would say the excess from, you know, fish. The catch. Yeah. yeah. And, and the dogs will come and eat it and the dogs love it. So I think you look at most cultures and there's like some affinity for dogs and just love for dogs. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I want to go to that island. Well, I love dogs. I got nothing against dogs, but I just think it it's interesting like that the business, the business side of things in America, has taken a turn for. It's a multi-million dollar business. It's pretty wild that I can go get hair dye for my dog at Walmart, right? <laughs> like that's pretty weird. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh I don't saw, you think that's a little odd? It's, it's odd. It's I definitely saw, odd. I saw another company that was dog wigs. Dog wigs. Yeah, you can get just like she had like it was like this lab, and she in case your this, dog loses hair, she had this pink. Luscious locks. Dogs basically are wigs. <laughs> Pretty much. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I just find it interesting. Yeah. I saw 150,000 dogs in Seattle. Yeah. It's a lot of dogs. Yeah, they spent they spend tax dollar tax money, right? Every year like almost half a million dollars just in like uh, leash free like Parks and stuff. Parks and maintenance and, and you have to when you get that many dogs living there. It's just yeah. I mean, it's and it's increasing every year. It's crazy. Do people have? I know I'm shipping dogs over there. <laughs> just shipping. Well, them. Yeah, I remember, just sending them over. I remember when you guys were little? Sometimes we'd have like uh, play parties, get together with other families or the kids, let sure. them play. Do they have dog play yes, parties? Yes. Seriously. Yes. Big time. Uh, Around here? Yeah, I just had one with uh, Bert. Bert and Champ got together and got to hang out. <laughs> Brady, my brother. Did you get any of Bert's gear that he got from no, no. the bridal shower? No, no, this is before that. He wasn't handing any of it out, huh? No, no, not this time. <laughs> That's fascinating. Well, anyway. Yeah, so that was that was culture comment. I mean, I I hope you learn something, and I hope you treat your dogs well. I'm not sure where to go with that. Well, I think... I with think, culture comment? I think the idea is make sure you treat the people in your life better than your dog, but... Also, treat your dog well. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Hey, it's Dr. Reed. And uh, I guess it's time to talk about uh, locust infestations. Is it called locustology? Entomology again, since it's insects. Insects. Yeah. Why locust infestations? What's going on? Well, this this is okay. So in India, they're having a massive problem with infestation of locusts, giant waves, and it, it's actually created a very serious economic problem over there. Of biblical proportions, I would say of, of of biblical proportions. Actually, the exact proportions would be the worst they've had in thirty years. Wow! So I, that's not that. Wait a minute. That sounds like it's reoccurring. Then absolutely, this is every every year, or yeah, this is part of their mating season. Actually. Wow. But it sounds like they're... I'm glad I don't live in the uh, locust belt. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Tornado Alley seems like nothing compared to the locust belt. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's a there's a breeding season that takes place in Pakistan every year. 
I'm okay. every, seasonally. I, I guess I'm not too up on how often locusts re- recreate, but um, they were this the swarms of locusts traveling by Pakistan and through Pakistan over to India were uh, misguided by hurricane winds and some tropical storms. So they think that that's largely what happened is all of them were just pushed together in a giant group and forced over India. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's, there's a waves of locusts like four miles long. So reoccurring. I mean, so basically with that many locusts, you go outside your house, you're just covered with, there's bugs everywhere. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of wild footage. Yeah. Uh, It's gotten so it's gotten to the point where, India's really working hard on trying to find some new and creative ways to get rid of the locusts. So what are they doing? Oh, everything. Uh, right now, one of the most popular <laughs> tactics is manufacturing and buying more fire trucks to shoot pesticides and water into the air with okay. a fire hose because that is the level that it's at. I mean, you have to be like in hose. full gear to be out in that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another thing people are doing is drones fighting them off directly with drones. That's some pretty wild footage. They, they look like locusts, the drones, like they, big, big locusts. Yeah, drones. they look like the mother locusts, as if they were <laughs> hatching them, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, Are those ways effective so far? Or? They've been pretty effective, for sure. But, um, yeah, it seems like the fire the fire hose route has been the best so far. Gosh, the more you talk, the more I feel like I'm fortunate to live where I do. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, don't don't worry. We'll get some kind of bug infestation before too long here in Illinois. Now, are there animals that eat locusts? I mean, could you bring in? Yeah, I mean, India's brought in ducks. Ducks eat ducks. a lot of locusts. I guess that's that's another way of treatment. It, it gets kind of tricky though because you can't really. It's it's a dangerous game to start bringing in animals to balance out other animals, you know, because <laughs> it's hard to stop. Because you'd that. end up. What you're saying is maybe you'll get rid of the locusts, but you end up with a plague of ducks. Ye- yeah. Plague of ducks might then, be worse. Then, then it causes other problems. You ever been, then you got to bring in another animal to take care of the ducks. You ever been attacked by a duck? I can't say I have, no. It's not good. They're not pretty pleasant. quick. They're quicker than you, you think. You have, apparently? Yeah. You ever been charged by a goose? It's a similar feeling. It's not fun. I haven't really been around too many geese. I no. mean, I, I've seen them from a distance. I, I was charged by geese recently, but... Um, That's yeah. neither here nor there, huh? Yeah, it's... Yeah. What happened? Wait, oh, charge, me being charged by geese? Yeah. Oh, I was I was fishing out at Lake Sarah here in Effingham, and I just made the wrong step. Um, and I was like, man, those are some loud geese. I wonder what they're going on about. And when I looked over, I had like three of them charging me. So <laughs> I split. Yeah, Man, you honked them off. Yeah, and I didn't catch any fish, so it was a worthless trip. Yeah. <laughs> you goose-stepped it out of there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So many other puns I can come up with. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good goose puns. Yeah, you're egging me on. Yeah. Oh, oh so, but, so anyway... Yeah, you can't you can't bring in the ducks. You got to be careful with the ducks because yeah. you could end up. Yeah, it's you could end up making it worse. And not only that, but ducks eat more than just locusts too. Just because there's a lot of locusts around doesn't. So mean what that's like the only are the worst eat. things that can happen for people just with locusts everywhere? What is what's what's the damage? Devastation of crops is pretty serious right now in India. Okay. It looks like that'll be a pretty large economic hit that they'll be taking in the future. Oh wow! Yeah, on so they just eat up all the crops. Yeah, absolutely. Each, each locust can eat about its own weight, which doesn't sound like much in vegetation, but that's about two grams of vegetation, which is pretty serious. Because if you go pluck off two grams of leaves off your tomato plant, it will surprise you how much no, that they're will not be. ganging up and like flying away with livestock or anything like that, are they? Uh, no, no, but uh, don't put it past them, you know? 
<laughs> you just just don't know. There, there's there's been a lot of warnings about how there are people being affected and hurt. I it's hard to find the specifics as to how the locusts are attacking people, but I hear it's been taking from what I have read. Um, it seems like it's taking up hospital beds that really are necessary. Now, have for there the been time. any fatalities that you're aware of? I haven't heard of any fatalities directly caused by the locusts yet, but I would. This is fairly new, so I wouldn't doubt there'd be some traffic fatalities. Yeah, I need to I need to look about yeah traffic fatalities. Absolutely, that makes sense. absolutely, especially in India where it's it seems fairly common to you know ride openly like in a motorcycle or that's that's a lot more common. Locusts driving cars. Portation, yeah, absolutely. Gotta be careful. Yeah. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So swarms of locusts. Yeah, four mile long swarms of locusts. Is there anything that we can do to make sure that doesn't happen to us? Uh, you know, there are some companies that make some really good locust products that you can eat. So I would suggest maybe <laughs> just doing your part in eating locusts because that's the best <laughs> that anyone could do right now. Yeah, if we could if we could get those companies, you know, making lots yeah. of money and selling lots, of, then they oh, have yeah. to have more locusts to, to make the products. Yeah, pro- they actually make several protein powders made out of like yeah. bugs and stuff. It's pretty cool. Locust peanut butter. There's dense. all sorts of good. stuff yeah. out there. Locust peanut butter, my favorite. Hey, John the Baptist. Hey, locusts, honey and locusts. Honey. Yeah, honey. Mm. I think you had a honey nut locust O's. Yeah, honey nut locust O's. They're pretty good, but the little legs get stuck in my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, thanks, Dr. Reed. Yeah, you bet. You know what's been interesting about these, uh, we call them outros, as we're getting ready to end the podcast? Yeah. Is usually we talk about what's going on at New Hope and all the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And there just isn't much going on. I mean, right. we're yeah. still in this like quarantine thing Weird a little phase bit. phase of quarantine. Yeah. And hopefully it's starting to, hopefully we'll be back soon meeting together on Sunday mornings. Uh, but we're not doing that right now. But we are meeting together on Sunday mornings anyway or any other time during the week, whenever you want. We're watch encouraging parties. people to watch. Yeah, exactly. Explain watch parties, Drew. Well, you know, like when you want to get together and you want to watch something. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But in terms of New Hope, you're going to watch New Hope. So there you go. Get watch together, his, have a party. Sundays open, at 9 a.m. Crack we open a that. couple Diet Cokes. There you go. And uh, watch New Hope New Hope Church, you know. That's right. Have a great time together and invite each other to your house and and uh, and don't don't let things stop you right now just because it seems like things have slowed down, so that's for sure. So yeah, church at home starts at nine a.m. That's when it's available on Sunday mornings. So make sure you check that out. Go to our website newhopechurch.cc, or go to watchparties.cc if you want to tell us about your hosting a party or joining, want want to join a party. Let us know. We'll we'll try to do the best we can. We also are going to be starting some Zoom Bible studies back up. They're like four-week Bible studies, so be checking for that. I think you can find that during Church at Home, or you'll be able to find it on our website as well. Now, we got that out of the way, and like I said, there's really not a lot to report on, and I'm really hoping in the next few weeks we can start reporting more about things that are going on and uh, get some events going sure, as yeah. things kind of start to hopefully, maybe slowly, but unfolding and life turns to some sort of quote-unquote normalcy, whatever that is. But anyway, what, I don't know about you, but still, even after all these months, I do find I can get bored. 
Yeah, yeah. I hate saying that, but it's true. No, it's true. You can only watch so many Netflix shows, you know? So we have the top three things to do this week while you're bored. You know, we have we put our best creative minds to work <laughs> here at the New Hope Underground. That's right. And this so, is the last podcast that we're doing this on. And these, we're gonna these, have it. We'll have another top list later. These are great ones, though. So, so this is our last have and maybe your, have best. Have your pen and paper ready. Our last and maybe best list. So, uh, number one, Drew. Uh, I would say um, number three. We got to go three, two, one. Sorry. Sure, sure. Um, random Christmas caroling. What? Yeah, like random Christmas caroling. You know, if you if you want to, a good place like your be, neighbor's house. No, yeah, you could. You could get more creative though. Like restaurants are starting to open up, but only outdoors. Yeah, they're, outdoor cafe. They're kinda. they're begging to be caroled. <laughs> <laughs> so while people are eating, you just kind of come alongside Swarm and start. It, you know, follow la, la la. You know, yeah. In the middle of June, July, they'll doesn't matter. It. Maybe they'll tip you. You never know. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, number two, the ten-second portrait. Basically, you've got ten seconds to draw a portrait of somebody, right? Yeah, and you compare and yeah, see what happens. Usually, it's terrible and it's hilarious. And it'd be really, really cool, listeners, if some of you would try this. I would love to see someone's ten-second. Yeah, portrait. like record you like painting a, or uh, drawing a picture of. I don't know, your mom. You can record it or just send us the finished picture. Give yeah, us a that's fine. picture, put it up on Instagram, tag us. If it's really Hope good, Church. we'll know it's not too Hope Underground, I'm sorry. So. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, number one. Uh, start a campaign for some sort of office that's not existing. Like that, like just <laughs> like a fake campaign. You mean promote yourself for some sort of office? Yeah. Yeah, run for, you know, vice chairman of the neighborhood. <laughs> You know, try to get people to vote. You can have your own polls. Yeah, Effingham Czar. There you go. (laughs) Something like that. Maybe you make your own description that is is really nothing. Yeah, you you need like a good tagline too, like like Effingham Czar (laughs) or Hanson for Effingham Czar. He's here for for you. I don't know something. Come up with your own statement. Your own taglines. Come up with your own promotion. Running mate. And just throw it out there and see if you can get people's attention and, and they can actually, you know, and then put in fine print like this is a hoax. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could do that, yeah. Yeah, we don't want, you know, what people really think. Well, where are they going to come vote? Like, it's not like he's going to be on the, we're going to be on the card. We're, okay, we're say, discussing this like it's where I'm actually going to do You could say it. this is like the first vote ever that's d- uh, done by Facebook poll. There you go. Or Instagram poll or something. There you go. Yeah. Try to convince people to vote. Yeah. I think I think you you could at what least be even be, funnier is if you create a running not a running mate but it's someone uh, another candidate that's going to run against you. You know, I get two friends and run against each other. That'd be cool. I think campaigns. we could we could like elect a complete like city administration, like Effingham Council, but like as a joke. Another podcast way back when we talked about a cat that got elected to a, right. a being yeah, a mayor of a town in Alaska. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I think I think maybe we could, maybe you could run your cat for something or yeah. your dog. You run against your cat for <laughs> president of Effingham. <laughs> it, it might it might not do much for your validation if you lose. But anyway, yeah, good stuff. Hey, if you're bored, try those things out. Now, next time we get back together on the podcast, we're going to have some different kinds of lists and mess around with some different things. We're going to be adding some new features here and there. We might get back to a couple game shows, too. want to include you and give away some prizes. 
So check back in and hey, subscribe, promote yep. us, like us. Yep. We want you to like us. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs>